Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This podcast is all about how we can learn, grow, and strengthen from the challenges that everybody faces in life, valuing them as part of what makes us who we are and equips us for our future success. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, it's Toby Hazelwood here. And today I'm going to be talking to you about an idea that I've been considering over the last few weeks in relation to whether when we're working through times of difficulty and times of adversity or whether we're working towards a particular goal, whether it actually ever gets easier, whether we actually feel like we're ever going to get on top of things or whether in fact we're just constantly working towards something which becomes a bigger and bigger challenge. Now, I was prompted to start thinking about this uh, in a conversation with someone at the gym. Um, and we were sat there just before a class. He's, he was someone who'd been going for quite a long while, uh, had been a regular attendee at the gym, was somewhere around 18 months into his journey to fitness, whereas I was kind of currently only, I think at that point in time, around three months. And I was lamenting to him, I was complaining about the fact that I constantly felt like I was aching and I was sore and tired and kind of wondering to myself whether things actually ever felt like they were getting easier. And I guess I was kind of looking for a bit of support and encouragement from him really to to kind of let me know that actually, yes, if I put in the time and I carried on, it would get easier. And in fact, I was rather taken aback by his response, which was actually that, no, things don't ever really get easier. The challenges just get bigger. You just start lifting heavier weights. You start running longer distances. And in fact, it always feels difficult, but, but that, that is the very nature of working towards something that's a challenging goal. And I started thinking about this, and, and I kind of guessed that having an analysed it, I was looking for, for kind of hope and expectation that things would get easier. And in actual fact, it's the measure of something that's important, and it's the measure of something significant, if in fact you do feel like the challenges just constantly get bigger, you become better equipped and ultimately you achieve bigger and better things because you are constantly stretching yourself and you are constantly taxing yourself. So having reached that conclusion, I wanted to share with you a few different ideas which I think illustrate how this is the case and how it kind of really applies, whether we're um, working through some period of difficulty or challenge in our lives, or alternatively, if we've kind of decided that we're gonna work towards a particular goal. So let me give you a few examples and then hopefully uh, that will illustrate to you what I'm talking about. So the first one, I guess, is is in the process of work and in the process of our business. You know, regardless of whether you're self-employed or whether you're working in a job, if we take the example of working in a job, you may be pushing yourself for a promotion. You may want to achieve something bigger. You may want to progress within the organisation. And the way that people typically go about doing that is to volunteer for extra projects. They put themselves out of their comfort zone, they take on more responsibility, and ultimately they push themselves to achieve more. Now what they're hoping for, I guess, is that external reward of ultimately receiving that promotion and getting the increased status and to receive more money for it, for doing the work. But they recognise that there has to come some self-sacrifice to begin with, to actually put in the effort to do the additional work, to take on the extra responsibility and to prove themselves worthy so that they ultimately get noticed. And obviously that's a period of challenge, it's testing potentially to do that, to do your day job and then to put in the extra efforts to get the extra reward and recognition. But ultimately what you're hoping for is that 
your, your efforts will get recognized and ultimately you will receive that promotion. But the point is when you've actually achieved that promotion and you've received that reward, you don't then take your foot off the gas and stop working and stop working harder and actually feel like you've achieved your goal because in reality, if you do that, then all that's going to happen is you're immediately going to feel out of your depth. You're going to struggle. You're, you're probably going to get caught out and, and recognize that actually all you really wanted was the extra money and now you're not willing to put in the effort any longer. So in reality, it becomes the, the goals just become bigger and better. You know, you start to challenge yourself and stretch yourself further and you carry on taking on that extra responsibility. And so really, all you're doing is broadening your ability to deal with more. And that in itself is the worthwhile end that comes about as a result of seeking that advancement. So I guess the next area, coming back to my example around physical training, is um, we may set ourselves the goal of training for a marathon for the sake of argument. You know, we decide we're going to run that 26 mile race, we may set ourselves a target time. Um, and we may be going from a standing start, we may be a sort of a, a leisurely runner where we can run 5 or 10k, but realistically we know that a marathon is going to represent a lot of training. And so we put in the extra efforts, you know, we start to ramp up our training, we start to push ourselves to run extra distances, we build our endurance, we potentially lose weight and we become fitter. And then the day comes for the race, you know, we picture ourselves in the run up to it, we picture ourselves cresting and pushing through the tape and darting, you know, and, and trying to, and we picture the numbers on the clock that, that show our target time. And when race day comes, you know, it's as hard as probably we've imagined it would be, probably if not harder. But the reality is that that doesn't then signal for most people, it doesn't then signal the achievement and all of a sudden they stop doing what they were doing, they stop training any further because in reality, you know, it's taken a lot of effort to achieve that level of fitness. And most people who run a marathon will then decide they want to run another one or, you know, they want to improve their time or they want to stretch themselves even further and start running ultra marathons or something similar. So all that really happens is they build upon that level of fitness that they've attained in being race ready and they move on to the next challenge, the next target. And so the challenges just get bigger, you know, and it doesn't become easier, you know, it, it, it certainly they, their fitness will allow them to complete that race and it forms the basis upon which they then build their further fitness to, to run a faster race or to run longer distances. But the challenges just get bigger, they don't just rest on their laurels and sit back and think, well, I've achieved it now. Most people don't anyway. Um, and I guess, you know, the same would apply if we were looking to lose weight, you know, we, we set out with the goal that we're going to establish healthy eating habits so that we can drop the pounds and we picture the number on the scales that one day we'll achieve where we've, we've lost, our, lost the weight we want to lose and reached our target weight. But for most, you know, it's a process of forming healthy eating habits and making good choices and doing that for life. So, you know, it doesn't just become the case that we carry on eating healthily until we've hit our target weight and then we stop eating healthily because all that then happens is we actually are gonna just pile the weight back on. So realistically speaking, it doesn't necessarily feel easier. It becomes more ingrained as part of a habit, but we don't stop doing the things that we've been doing in order to get to our target. Instead, we actually make our target part of our overall lifestyle. And I think that's the key thing about any worthwhile goal or any worthwhile target that we have in our lives. If it's truly challenging and it's truly stretching to us and it's going to improve us, whether it's going to result in money, status, fitness, uh, strength, or, or just the ability to improve our lives and improve our happiness and to feel more contented in life, that for it to be a worthwhile and stretching goal means that it's actually going to be stretching for life. You know, it's always going to be something where we're looking to improve.
So if we use the example of, of working through a time of adversity, you know, if we've decided we're, we're in a relationship that's failed and we're going to part from our, from our partner, we're going to divorce or we're going to separate, the immediate goal that seems stretching and seems taxing may well just be to actually dissolve that relationship and to get to the stage where we can move out and we can establish ourselves in our new life. And for many, the, the, that goal feels audacious enough. We don't want to set ourselves a target of, you know, to have a new and fantastic life where, where we kind of, you know, everything's hunky-dory and everything's happy and everything's perfect. We may aspire to that in our minds, but actually in realistic terms, it feels challenging enough to actually just get out of that relationship, to deal with the parting, and then to establish a new life. So that becomes the goal. But once we've achieved that, you know, and we will achieve it if we're focused on it and we do the, do the required things to, to make it happen and adopt the positive mindset that allows us to move forwards and deal with the difficulty, we get to that point and that's probably not then enough. You know, we've got ourselves our new home and we've dissolved our relationship and we're, we're kind of set into a pattern now of, of living our new life as a single person again. But we then want to actually aspire to more. We want to achieve something. We want to build the happy life. We want to, to grow in our lives and to, to achieve greater things and to achieve better things for ourselves and for our kids if we have them. And so, you know, the goalposts move again. They move further out. We actually stretch ourselves beyond our, our original achievement and we start to aspire to more. And so again, you know, that goalpost moves further away. The challenges get bigger. The challenges get better. Um, you know, that's the fundamental point here. Anything worth having, it, anything that's a, a, a worthy goal for us, anything that's worth aspiring to, is always going to be some point off in the distance. You know, we're going to pass through those points where we've achieved the promotion, we've achieved the extra responsibility, we've, we've achieved a level of fitness, or we've achieved a target weight. But, you know, there's always somewhere to go for a worthwhile goal. There's always, you know, there's always the next step to achieve. There's always the next thing to achieve. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't take satisfaction in the things we have achieved and that we shouldn't celebrate the victories that we have in our lives. Um, we shouldn't, and it doesn't mean that we shouldn't celebrate the achievements when we're working through an adversity or a difficulty because progress is progress and that's valid. That's what keeps us going. That's what keeps most people inspired and fired up to achieve things. <clears throat> but what I think we need to not lose sight of is Actually, the challenges do always get bigger. When we're on a roll, when we're achieving things, the challenges will always get bigger. Um, and that's a good thing, you know. It keeps us fired up to keep putting in the efforts, to keep taking the actions, to, to keep focused on, on the attainment of something important in our lives rather than just getting complacent and just relaxing and just accepting and settling for what we've got. It's good to be grateful for what you have. It's good, good to, 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 to appreciate the things that you have, but to settle and to become complacent can often mean the death of things, it can mean the decay of things, and it can mean that the things that you have achieved and the things that you do have kind of gradually get lost from you because you're not kind of really pushing yourselves to appreciate them and to build upon them. And I think that's, it, that applies in our, in our businesses and in our, in our careers as much as it applies in our health and our fitness and in our relationships. You know, that's the death of any relationship when you become complacent. Um, I know, I know. There's, there's, I've had feelings in my mind about um, about my own relationships where you kind of meet someone and you fall in love and you settle down and you know you get married. And in my case, you know, I'm I'm married second time round and and I'm in an extremely happy relationship, an extremely happy and supportive and loving relationship. But 
I know and I recognize that complacency is the death of relationships. It's been the death of my past relationships where you kind of take the other person for granted or you feel that you've been taken for granted. Um, and it doesn't mean, you know, not, not taking things for granted. I'm not saying here that you should be kind of looking to spice things up with any kind of bizarre or extreme role play or any kind of um, random acts where, where you're kind of trying to push the boundaries of what's possible in your relationship. But rather I think it's about consistently showing up to that relationship and consistently putting in the efforts with the other person and letting them know how much you appreciate them giving them the love and affection that they deserve and which you crave and which hopefully prompts them to do the same back. Um, so in that sense, you know, it's not a case of achieving a happy relationship and then you just have it without putting in the efforts because you're constantly having to invest yourself in that relationship, pushing up the, the stakes and, you know, extending the challenges and going for bigger and better things in your relationship to achieve big, bigger and better things, a closer bond, a, a stronger and more loving bond. Um, and that all comes about as a result of investing yourself in that process and not just becoming complacent and not just settling, not just thinking because you've got to a certain point, you've married and therefore you've got it and that's that and you've got it for life because actually no, you do have to keep investing yourself in that. So I think it applies in that sphere of life as well. So I guess what I'm saying here and to sum up really just before I end this is that really no matter what activity you're applying yourself to, whether it's a project in your business, in your career, or towards your fitness, or in a relationship, or in working through an adversity in your life, is keep putting in the action, keep turning up and keep focusing your efforts on doing what you're doing with a goal in mind. But don't think of that goal as an end point, you know, it's a point at which you pass through. Because when you get to that point, you'll be grateful for the fact, you'll appreciate the fact you've achieved it, but you'll want bigger and better things. If it's something that's truly worthwhile, truly enriching to your life and truly stretching, then your, your goal will have moved further forward onto the horizon. And you wanna keep striving for that. You wanna keep pushing yourself and challenging yourself to achieve that bigger and better thing. So celebrate the achievements and be grateful for them, but don't get complacent. Keep pushing yourself to achieve more and you'll be glad, you'll be glad that you did, I promise you. So I hope that's helped. I hope you found it interesting and enlightening a little bit. I certainly felt it found the kind of thought process quite enlightening when I was having that conversation in the gym and in terms of the, the thought process that followed. I'd love to hear your comments on this. I'd love for you to, to leave a review if you felt willing to, to share your feedback. Um, my contact details will be beneath this if you want to get in touch. And in the meantime, I hope you're thriving and not just surviving. And I'm Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye. Goodbye. This has been the Kintsugi Life Podcast from Toby Hazelwood. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful and I'd welcome feedback or contact from you to let me know your thoughts. You can reach out on toby at kintsugilife.co. Thank you.